Tyler, shut up! <laughs> Keep it down over there. <laughs> Welcome back to the Against All Odds podcast, the only podcast where we have Tyler Hornsby in the background coughing up a storm, so please excuse this. (laughs) Roll intro. (laughs) Tyler never laughs at any of my jokes, so hopefully in the future he will. But um We'll have to put in the laughing like sound. Tyler just Yeah, I'll just I'll somehow go back in the videos, find him laughing get that laugh track and then put that into the podcast so it sounds like my joke's funnier than it actually is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe the uh, the World Cup just just finished. In New Zealand, we had to watch that at 3 a.m. I think that is the absolute most inconvenient time that you can possibly <laughs> listen to. The- Besides like 2. No, I think 3 a.m. is worse. You think 3 is worse? Well, think about it. When it, If it's at 2, I don't know. I feel like you could almost stay up till 2. Yeah. And then you could it would be finished by four and then you could go to bed and have at least you know five hours of sleep and wake up at nine and have like a normal day but Mm -hmm. at three it's like you basically get four hours or five hours before and then afterwards it's like okay it's 5 a.m do you go it's like kind of like morning you know do you stay up i wasn't listening (laughs) (laughs) thanks Mimi. Welcome to the Against sentence. All Odd podcast, where I just talk to myself the entire time. That was time. a long sentence. Yeah, <laughs> um, so Shelly uh, wanted to come home to England. He was really sad when they got out. Devastated. Absolutely not. I, I honestly, I know I have a lot of fans from London, but I really wanted England to lose. <laughs> I think. I love you, London, but I hate your team. <laughs> it's just, it, it's nothing bad. It's, in, in, I love the it's coming home memes. I love those jokes. I, I love the story. I love mm-hmm. the passion. I think it's so cool. But I think it's just my deep, like, heart as an American that I have to root against the English. You know? <laughs> no one else feels that way. I'm sure lots of Americans feel no, that way. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> what was that one thing you said when i asked if you were watching something and then you were like my relatives fought oh. what was that about that was the whatever the british oh yeah wedding. it was the wedding yeah. it was the wedding with harry and megan i texted shelly i was like are you gonna watch the royal wedding and he's like what did you say you're like my great-grandfather's fought for the right for me to not give a shit about that wedding <laughs> yeah because i just Okay, I don't understand the hype around the royal wedding. What's did the point? Did you see it? It was beautiful. I did not see it at all. Well, if you saw, you would understand. That's the problem. Well, I don't you care. Seen I don't it. even care enough to care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care enough to even look at the highlight after. I don't know. Um, but anyway, the World Cup. It was. It was good. I I thought this World Cup was amazing. Like the goals, the penalties, the VAR system was very interesting to see in action. Um, like even in the World Cup final. I mean, to have the VAR called on the handball was interesting. It was a handball. I mean, I mean, we all saw it. It was a handball, for sure. It was a handball. I mean, even though the intent wasn't there, it changed the direction of the ball. It hit the hand. He was. It was not in a natural position. It was out wide. So I think it was a handball all day. And then what do you think in terms of Griezmann's, or Griezmann's uh, kind of dive before, his, before he got that penalty or mm-hmm. the free kick? You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, that's you. That's like me ingraining it into your head. Huh? <laughs> it is. Well, it's like that one quote you posted of that one guy. Um, he said he <laughs> <laughs> way to narrow that down. <laughs> no, it was like he, he. Someone asked him if he regretted, like he did something like that in like the World Cup or something. It was Maradona doing the handball. That the hand guy. of God. Yeah. That guy. Um, now I think you know. It, I think there's a big difference between completely diving where you're not hit at all and you're just trying to trick and deceive mm-hmm. the ref versus if you're fouled and 
you were just, you know, you lose that play on the ball. And so you fall because now you're put at a disadvantage. And now you're just gaining back that advantage that you lost from being tackled. Um, a lot of people disagree with that. I got a lot of hate in my in my video, like soccer players should dive. But that's honestly what I feel like. And I, I don't know in that play, honestly, it was it was really, really soft. But when it comes down to it, you know, there was contact. He did fall. Do you think that him diving before anything really happened was just because he knew that they were going to foul him? Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's what you do is like when you're playing and you see a guy coming in hard, like, or, you you know, you see that you're about to get into a very like sticky situation. Mm -hmm. You can kind of leave out your trail leg. You can let your legs kind of like hang out uh, behind you. And then as soon as you feel contact, you just go down with that contact. Well, then, I mean, it's just fair game. It's like when you see someone about to break up with you, you break up with them first. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's some, like, mean girl stuff. Is it? <laughs> yeah, no, so I thought it was an amazing World Cup. Uh, the final was great. You know, I thought France deserved it, even though I would love to see Croatia win. I'm just bummed that we are not in France right now. How cool would that be yeah, to be, be amazing, in the country? Yeah. That's, I think that's one of my goals in my entire life is to be in the country that wins the World Cup. So we're okay, in the future, we're going to go to the games and then we're going to pick one that we think is going to go all the way. Yeah. Buy tickets. Hope that it's the right one. Well, this is what I think we can do. I mean, we'll go and watch the World Cup wherever it's played. Okay. And then once the final comes in and we see the two teams. We'll, we'll buy sp- tickets to both. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make reservations both places. No. Nice hotels. No. Because <laughs> you have to be there when the act when it actually wins, yeah. so you have to just. Oh, take, that's true. You, you have can't to just fly there after. You have to take that fifty-fifty guess. And but then even just afterwards, like I saw the Champ Champs Okay, French people are gonna really get mad at me. Champs Elysees. Yeah, that road. Um, I mean, that was like the day after with the winners, and that looked amazing. Yeah, so even if you're there the day after. No, yeah, it'd be awesome the day after. But I think that moment where they win, that final whistle blows, yeah. would be just the probably one of the best moments. Like. Any, anywhere anytime that's like gonna mm-hmm. be some of the best i can't even imagine that and my my lifetime goal is to see that happen in the u.s you know could you imagine the united states it's not gonna happen it will in I my lifetime in you. my lifetime i don't think it will you, you think we're gonna win it in your lifetime 100 percent. what are we betting on a million dollars and <laughs> tyler <laughs> laughing <laughs> in the background we got it on, on a, a million dollars a million dollars and one kiss no kiss. Just, I'll give you just, that for free. Just the million dollar. Okay. Deal. That they're going to win or it's just going to... That they're Yeah, the U.S. is going to win. I mean, I'm hoping we even get in it again. We will. We will. Okay. It's going to be hosted in our in our country here soon, yeah, so we'll, we'll get a, that one. So speaking of Usain Bolt. Speaking of Usain Bolt, <laughs> he is now on trial with an A-League team, or will be on trial with an A-League team. Which is in Australia. <laughs> god <laughs> i'm trying to spit out some facts that i know that it is in australia mm-hmm. have you seen him play like i any- saw him in that trial they showed like a highlight and he just headed yeah. the ball with barusha dortmund yeah yeah how did he get i've That's i mean a good if team, you right if you watch clips of him like i i'm a big believer that the best athletes in the world, Michael Jordan, when he switched sports over to baseball, or you know, wait, he did that. Are are you kidding me? <laughs> you just piercing my soul right now. Yeah. So where Mike, did he do that? Oh man. Oh where man. Where did he go? Oh, that's what Space Jam. It's in Space Jam. I thought that was just a movie. 
well, Space Jam is just a movie, but he made that switch over to baseball See, and played I minor was, leagues. That was just in the movie. No, no, no. In, in real life, Michael Jordan. So right after his dad died, pretty much, his dad always wanted him to be a baseball player. That was his favorite sport. So he quit basketball once he got. You know, he had this amazing career. He quit basketball mm-hmm. in order. I'm, I'm really. I mean, he talked about it because his dad always wanted him to play baseball. So he had this opportunity. He quit and basically announced that he was going to try to play in the MLB. And he did months of training, you know, with his personal trainer, baseball workouts. He was doing these uh, preseason trainings. It's just amazing. Like the amount of work he put in, like there's stories. He'd go to the batting cage at like 7 a.m. and work with the batting co- coach up until like 11, 12 in the middle of the day. Then the team training would start and be like a three-hour training. Then he'd stay after and work on his other mechanics or work on something else or do a baseball workout. Mm-hmm. It was like all day. And like, so... I know Usain Bolt has the mentality and the drive because he's one of the he's the fastest person who ever lived. So he knows what besides the, you, <laughs> besides me, yeah, no, but he knows what it's like. In yeah, what, no, I mean he has the dedication, one hundred percent. But he, do you think that he has the skill? I just think that it's going to be very tough, and I think if he is signed somewhere, I really do think it's going to be more of a publicity stunt. So, like, you know, if an A-League team signs him or, you know, even if, like, let's say a USL team signs him, it's just to get more people to the games. I I feel that soccer is a sport that can't really be learned. I know he's been playing his entire life more, like, recreationally and even a little yeah, bit more competitively. Yeah, he said he plays, like, every weekend with his friends. Yeah. But to be a pro, I just don't see it working out. And, I mean, I hope it doesn't, but it's just not something that Wait, you, you can... you can't learn football even with youtube tutorials i mean if he watches become elite he would probably be in the english premier league by now but but no i mean that's how i really feel like i just don't think this is a sport that can be done or learned in two or three years i feel like baseball if you're like a left fielder you know if you're to learn to catching the ball and like batting mechanics it will take would take years but if you have that athletic base i think it's much you can learn that faster than actually playing soccer kind of same with football like american football or even like rugby there are lots of skills involved in those sports, but those are skills like, you know, I know some great football players that played D1 collegiately who started when they were 17, 18. You know, I don't know anybody in the EPL or the top levels of uh, soccer that started that late. You know, it's it's hard. And if they do start that late, then it's a it's an amazing, amazing story. I know there's like one guy that started a little bit later, but mm-hmm. but yeah, we'll see. I mean, it'll be interesting to follow. But I honestly, I've watched a couple clips of Usain Bolt play he needs he needs some work like his technical ability is not the best how would you feel though as a professional athlete trying like you're like you're truly set on doing something like this and knowing that teams might just sign you for your name or knowing that people might think it's like a gimmick i actually worry about that with myself like i feel like that would be a really tough situation no i worry about that with myself now my YouTube channel is getting bigger and bigger. You know, it's encroaching 200,000 subscribers. Is the team going to reach out to me and offer a contract or give me a trial because of the publicity they know I would bring? I know I'm not anywhere close to Usain Bolt's status, <laughs> but still, I mean, you know, yeah, it's, it's just something to think about. And I haven't had any of that so far, but I'm just, it's just in the back of my mind, like, oh, I wonder if that's going to happen, you know, luckily I've already played at the USL level. I know that it's not going to be like a sham, but just as I think about it, you know, or, or if that's going to be like helping me get there, if it's going to hurt me, you know, how, what it's going to be like. Do you think that just to play devil's advocate that people have higher expectations for people like Usain Bolt because he is the fastest 
person that ever lived? Like, do you think that the bar will be set higher for him? It's tough. I mean, I don't really think like he's going to have higher expectations because he's, he's not a professional soccer player, you know, but I do, he will obviously gain attention. Like Michael Jordan, when he went to the, uh, the minor league team, they sold out every single game from the, then on out. And like his teammates at first had some animosity towards him because they're like, oh, you know, coming over from ba like basketball thinks this is easy, blah, 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 blah. You know, you're just disrespectful this, mm -hmm. for disrespecting the sport. But then they saw how hard he worked. They saw his work ethic. They saw that he really cared. And then they also saw that, look, scouts were at every game watching Michael Jordan. And they were also watching everybody else at the game. So it created a lot of opportunities for them. They got to play in a packed house every single night. So it kind of shifted from animosity to more like appreciate appreciation. So I don't know if it's going to be the same with Usain Bolt or not. I don't know. I just, I, you know, how I tend to have a lot of like empathy, I guess, towards people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit, but I feel like I, like I feel bad for him almost because I know that like this isn't just a joke to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he's yeah, yeah. he's a true athlete. Like this is his entire life and he's going to dedicate everything he has towards it. And I think it's really amazing that he's trying to do something like this, you know? Yeah. Cuz like I'm coming from the point of view where like in high school I didn't try out for any sport because I was scared of what people thought. Like this guy's in front of the entire world trying out for a sport that he never played. Like that's takes a lot of balls. Oh yeah. I mean there's so much criticism on him, which is like I'm like 50 50 because I'm like, I'm I kind of well, like, I see it from your point of view because you are a football player and you're like, yeah. I work every day in my life. Like, why should you just get to come out here and get a contract because of your name? You know, like yeah. I see that and I see the frustration of that. But no, I, I'm like 50 50 split in between because it's like, I do want it to work out. I hope that he proves like his work ethic. I could be such an amazing story. And if he really does turn up and play well, but if I just don't want to see him go to a team and be almost like a laughing stock, you know? Yeah, do you think that, I mean, because <clears throat> they have amazing players on those teams that are just benched, you know, that don't even get a chance to play. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It's the same thing. It literally was the same exact thing with Michael Jordan. Like they said that he's taking the spot of somebody who's worked his entire life. But then they said, you know, the team wouldn't be playing Michael if he didn't deserve it, like in, with his skills, because they need to win. Yeah. And so it also, also like I said, it, more scouts come. Because well, teams don't want to be a laughing stock either. Because whoever <laughs> signs Usain Bolt is either going to be really smart or a laughing stock, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. And so that's a risk that teams are going to have to take too, because they're going to put their trust in this person. Yeah. Because like, is selling out seats worth it if we're not winning? You know. Mm-hmm. I have no. Idea. It. I will be interesting to follow. But like, when I mean, when you saw like the for Borussia Dortmund. You know, when I saw him on trial for Borussia Dortmund, I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's cute. You know, yeah, <laughs> that's what like, I thought. <laughs> but yeah, I don't man. know. I guess whenever I see athletes switching sports like that and just having the balls to do that, I've always just been, you know, proud of that and jealous, I guess, of their guts. Yeah. It's like Bo Jackson playing baseball and football, like NFL football. Isn't um, there was a football player. He was a quarterback and now he plays baseball. Tim Tebow? Yeah. Well, he, yeah, I mean, it's not doing it anymore. Well, what is he doing now? He's playing a different sport now? Oh. <laughs> Basketball? <laughs> he's, he's trying out for the uh, his New York Knicks. <laughs> playing football now? Why don't we switch the topic yeah, we've since been, we're always talking about soccer? We've been talking about soccer a lot. I don't play soccer. I don't even know it very well. Yeah, and if you guys don't know, I mean, I hope you know, would know by now if you're listening to this podcast, episode three. But 
Mimi, Mimi, Mimi is a like interior designer, runs an awesome website, YouTube channel, um, blog, Instagram, all for this interior design. I think it's amazing. But how do you think our styles like compare with interior design, like in our future house one day? Yeah, I think it's interesting to think about because I feel like a lot of times when a woman has a passion like I do, then they kind of just take the reins and just kind of decorate how they want to. And I've always disliked that, you know, when a whole house is pink, when there's a guy <laughs> who lives in there, you yeah. know, it's like you want, you want to design for all the people that are living in the house. And you can just see the guy like walking around, just like his soul is yeah, sucked I out of his eyes. Yeah, I almost feel like it's just, it's just mean. It's just, yeah. I feel like you need to take other people into consideration. And luckily we have pretty similar tastes. There's only a few differences, but for the most part, we both like modern. We both like minimal. Like he really likes modern, minimal, like nothing old. I hate old people. (laughs) (laughs) He just hates like, that's just the one difference we have where like if I go into like an old Victorian house and the floors are creaking, like I think that's kind of cool because I grew up in San Diego again, kind of in a bubble. There was nothing old. Like our oldest thing was probably like 50 years old. And so... I love seeing antique things and old fireplaces, molding. Like, I love that. And he just looks at it like, ugh, tear it down. Like, we need to yeah. build something modern in here. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I've just, I love that super new, clean look where it's just so minimalistic that, like, it just looks like nobody even lives in it sometimes. But then I want, like, a, all I really care about is it to be uncluttered and I want it to be clean and I mm-hmm. want it to be modern for somewhat. And I just need a big, comfy couch that is my big thing i need yeah, a big comfy talk couch sofa yeah i think our biggest struggle is going to be then to make it homey and feel cozy at the same time mm-hmm. as modern minimal uncluttered because we don't want it to be what was that word i used stark you don't yeah. want it to be stark yeah we need cozy elements <laughs> my yeah but my dream is just i i mean what would be a coat like a couch like what's a cozy element well, yeah, I mean, even a sofa, like some sofas are cozy and some aren't. Like some are inviting and some are not. Some have comfortable arms and others have just Oh, square, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's what you're saying. No, I definitely, for a couch, I, I mean, that's, couches are comfort for me. Like that's yeah, like where I take my naps hard on for them. five minutes and then yeah, I'm up. <laughs> he did that today. He's like, man, like I need a nap. And he closed his eyes for five minutes. I read like one page in my book and then he popped up. He's like... I feel great. <laughs> I'm like, you it's, just like, fell asleep. It's like Buddy the Elf in, in Elf. No, it was exactly like that. I was like, <laughs> how'd you sleep last night? Great. I got a full 20 minutes. <laughs> but no, I, I don't know what it is, but I just can feel it when I'm even doing that. Like I just need to close my eyes, relax, and then I can just feel it. I'm so tired and then something switches. And then all of a sudden it's more of like a, 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 a effort to keep my eyes mm-hmm. closed instead of trying to effort to keep my eyes open. And it just switches up for me. I don't know if anybody else is out there is like that. No, you're weird. But Mm-mm. five minutes. That's no. all I need. Five minute power nap. No, if I nap, it's like hours. I mean, I have my hour power naps too. But <laughs> we do that. My five. We haven't napped together in a long time. We used to do that all the time. Yeah, back when we weren't busy as. <laughs> yeah. What do they say here? As. They say as for everything. Oh, yeah, busy as. Busy as, sweet and as. I'm like, as, uh, finish it. Yeah, like, Go on. <laughs> <laughs> as what? Yeah, you can literally. It's just, I mean, it's pretty nice though because like, it's funny because they're it's intending busy as f you know like the yeah. f word but then like you'll have like parents or old ladies go oh yeah i'm busy ass and you're like you're like, Whoa. You're like imp- implying they're gonna say the f word which is kind of funny but no i, I like it 
but yeah, we've just been, I don't know, we've just really, especially when we're you just coming in, it's either we're working on the podcast, working on videos, editing, or we're out actually exploring New Zealand and just trying to have a good time here. So there's not much time, like any of our downtime, we were like, no, let's not waste it. Let's go. Let's go do something. Yeah. We need a day uh, where we just sit. That's tomorrow, by the way. That's going to yeah. happen Oh, I I'm, I'm cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, he's already making plans. I can see why people get booms for their mics. I, I know. This is giving me a bad posture. I have... I, and you think, I'm like four or five inches taller than you, so I'm, re- I'm really scrunched down. Because that was the problem with the, some of our, our audio was before, is I would stand up like this, and I would talk, and then your mic would pick up my voice just the same. But the closer I am to it, then it doesn't get that echo. So now I just sit here like the hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> trying to do this we lived in trying to do that huh that's the house we lived in notre dame Mm -hmm. good times notre dame notre dame yeah but i can't wait we'll have our own studio the become elite or no not i always want to say i'm sorry this isn't just this this is not the become elite podcast even though he's wearing a become elite shirt i didn't get the memo i need to get some merch made for all merchandise 50 percent off i don't have any merch no he doesn't i have that time for that Where would he mail it from? Uh The Hornsby's? I'm saying, where would you mail it from? No, I mean, it's just with, you know, once, one day, when I'm done with my career, merchandise. Well, I'm sure if people have watched your videos, they saw you developing those t-shirts and then it kind of just stopped. You never really said anything. Yeah. I literally got to the final stages. I had all the colors, all the measurements, everything perfect. And then literally they're like, okay, do you want to put place the bulk order? And I was like, yeah. I was like, ah. And this was just like when I was like trying to decide where to go. And then I came down to New Zealand. I'm like, I'm yeah. like, I can't get. We just need to be in one place a little bit longer than right what we're doing right now for you to actually develop a product like that. Yeah, one day. But I'm in no rush. I mean, I just want to focus on videos. Like, that's my passion is creating videos. So everything mm-hmm. else will come. It was make the videos right now. And as long as people still like them, people still watch me, then the merchandise and everything. that pair. And I don't want to be merchandise. That's a big pet peeve of mine is like. When you have the same size T-shirt and you slap yeah, no, on, yeah, no, you you actually want it to be functional. You want mm-hmm. it to be training clothes for people to actually work out in and train in, not just like to maybe you know, promote well, your name. Even some lifestyle stuff, but well, yeah, even but... that, like even the shirt, like I tailored skinnier mm-hmm. for a more athletic fit. Yeah, and then I have it like more of a V shape. I have it longer. I yeah, have the sleeves the tighter. Sleeves I have the neck length. tighter because I hate that like box. So I just wanted that stuff to fit exactly how I would want it to fit and how I feel like the most the typical soccer player body it would fit best for. So, um, but yeah, it will come, but yeah, definitely. Fine. When are you going to have some, uh, Mimi Estelle stuff? It's in the works. <laughs> no, I'm still working on my whole branding logo thing, which I actually want to talk about because I love branding. I love graphic design. I love creating logos, everything. And I feel like for against all odds, I have like completely thrived. Like that's been like my ish lately, Yeah. but for some reason over the last like couple years, Whenever it comes to doing my own thing, I like just get this total creative block. And I think it's just because like when you're making the decisions for somebody else, and the same as with design, it's easier when it's for somebody else. But when it's for yourself and you're a perfectionist, it's like it's so much harder to make the decisions. But I can't decide on a logo for myself. And it's the most frustrating thing. I just feel like this weight is just on. Like I, I can't. Yeah. Like no. you know how it is. I just sit there like trying to figure it out. And it's just I can't. No, I don't know what it is. It makes sense. I mean, I, I mean, could... I, it's like I did it for Become Elite. I did it for Against All Odds. Easy. No yeah. problem. Like instantly. And I just spit out like a million of these images and <sighs> it frustrates me a But lot. even then, like we'll be working on something and I'm like, oh, I'll have it all done up. And then you're like, oh, 
I want to change this tiny little thing on it. I'm like, Mimi, you realize this means I got to delete this and start all the way back from the two hours of work that we just did it just kills for this him. change. But the thing is, like, if you look at our feed on Instagram, like, it looks cool. The, the Instagram feed looks amazing. It I'll looks give you cool. that. It, the and Instagram you're the feed... kind of person where, like, eh, it's fine. Like, move on. And I, those little things, those little hiccups and differences, like, those kill me if I yeah. don't fix them. And in the end, people are always grateful. But it's during that usually you get a little frustrated. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. But I wish I had something for myself. Maybe I could, I could try. I, I always ask you just because getting someone else's opinion. I mean, even if you just scribble something and the way that you scribbled it, it, it could just inspire something in my head. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be like your we'll own thing. Tonight. I've, I finished pretty much all my work for tonight. So um, after training, when I come back, I will try to create some stuff. Yeah. It's not a logo, right? You don't need the logo. Well, I mean... I don't know if it's just like the typeface that I want or if I want, like, I like how you're become elite. We created like that little design. I like that because it's like on your Instagram profile picture, you don't have to write become elite or put a picture of your face. You just have that and they know it's you. Yeah. They associate it with you. Let, and I want that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and speaking of that logo, I, I have never, I never really talk about the logo and like mm -hmm. what it means. Oh so, yeah. That would be good to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So it's on the back of my shirt. If you're watching on YouTube. Wait, we're on the right in the back? Yeah, it's right on the top of the net. Got to lay across the table here. Yeah, we'll, we'll use your your. your we'll camera. Photoshop it right here. That, that might be easier. That's, that's so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't know what it is, it basically is two triangles almost pointing at each other. But the idea from it is it's kind of to represent an hourglass, which is I think is amazing. And it's all about how you have all this time like up in the top of the hourglass just like it, just when you flip over the hourglass and all the sands at the top yeah because the bottom is a void the bottom's empty and the top is the solid and so the whole idea behind it is just what are you going to do with that sand at the top as it's falling through that's the time passing so are you working are you training are you improving your life your future self or are you sitting back and doing nothing and that's like so simple yeah but i love it and the cool thing about logos and symbolic things like that is it can mean different things for different people because when i was drawing it I was picturing it as like a trophy. To me, it looked like a trophy. Oh. And I felt like that's like what you're always working towards is just perfection and winning. And you saw it. It was kind of cool. You saw it more as an hourglass. And yeah. I was like, you know, that's cool because it, it could be both. It doesn't have to be just one thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's I immediately how I saw, saw it as hourglass. I'm like, that's awesome. All the time at the top. And you're like, yeah, that's exactly what I made. Yeah, like totally. I meant to do that. <laughs> but no, I, I will do that tonight. I'll... um just throw out some ideas for you. Yeah, my family, I love doing this with them. And I've done it for you. That's actually how I started with your logo and actually um, with your friend uh, back on. Yeah, AJ. Yeah. Um, whenever I'm starting to do a logo, I just get a, a bunch of blank pieces of paper. I know it's a waste, but a bunch of blank pa pieces of paper. And I usually just use a Sharpie or a marker or something. And I just start just scribbling. And I usually start with like words that I associate with the logo or with the company, whatever. And, um, they could be emotions, nouns, verbs, whatever, anything. And then I just start scribbling and my whole family, it's funny cause they all get so into it. It's almost like a competition. Like who can think of the best logo first? Yeah. So I'll start drawing in the corner and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, you know, AJ gray on uh, Shelly's team needs a logo. So I'm just drawing it over here and like, oh, uh, what about this one? And then they'll grab a piece of paper and they'll start drawing it. Yeah. And then like my dad will come over and he's like, what about this one? <laughs> He'll start drawing it. And we all get so absorbed into this because it's almost like I said, it's like a competition just to create something yeah. like the best thing you can and everybody's trying to do it. And it's cool. Cause you get to see everybody's points of view and you can put them together. And like, I look at what they're doing. And I'm like, I never even thought of that. Like, that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. That's awesome. But a funny story with that is that, um, he was creating a company, something with 
the initials, it was like K. K. KK. Just two Ks. Two, just two Ks. <laughs> just two Ks. Just to clear that Yeah, clear just that two Ks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were all using Sharpies and stuff. And my brother kept using just one piece of paper. So it kept bleeding through. So he, after he finished his doodling or whatever, we pulled his paper away. And our whole dining table, we have like this metal top dining table. It's really cool. There was just a bunch of Ks on it. And we can't get it off. So there's like a bunch of Ks. So he's like, fine, I'll move to the coffee table. So he moved to our coffee table. And then he started doing it there. And now we have Ks all over our coffee table <laughs> from his logo. And it's just all over. And I think I have some become elites too. So but. when he when he learned that the first time, we didn't bring more no. paper? Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we don't work like the Sheldons. <laughs> if you guys don't know this about Shelly, Matt, he loves reading educational, intellectual books. And I do too, don't get me wrong. But like, <laughs> he thrives on it. And when he walks into a bookstore, he goes straight to the motivation section, the business section, the econ section. You know, science section. Science section. Like, that's just the way he just walks directly. I always go to historical fiction. That's my favorite. But um, he's told me a few times. I know he doesn't feel this way completely. But he sees, like, fun reading as it is leisurely, but it's almost kind of like a waste of time for you. And you yeah. would rather be reading a book where you're, like, completely learning something. Yeah, like, I don't... It's hard because, I, I mean, I have read fun books. I've read Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, no, I know I've you have because I've books. gotten you some. And... But, um... But yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like reading this book. I'm like, what? Who cares? <laughs> it's, it's a story. And I know it's a terrible mentality. Yeah. But I'm like, it's made up. I don't know. It's hard for me to say like well, it's made up. And so like, yeah. I don't I don't know. Sometimes I can't get into it unless it's a really, really good story. Um, Harry Potter. Yeah, like Harry Potter. But um, other times, I just love learning, especially like these science books. Like one of my favorite books ever was Sapiens by uh i forgot who wrote it sapiens you I'll told put me it, that i'll put it up on if you're watching on the youtube will be up here. yeah it's great but it's like the history of all it's man. the history of mankind mm-hmm. and like why we are the way we are like sociology like sociologically soci- sociologically that word um like psychology yeah, I, psychology I <laughs> psychologically I can't say any of these words. <laughs> no actually i loved when you read that book because every day you used to come to me like mimi do you know why humans gossip yeah. It's because the people who had more information about the other tribes were the ones who were let in. Like yeah. all of, like all of this yeah. stuff. So I, every day I was learning I lo- something just, too. Every page, I was like mind blown, and I mm-hmm. love that book. There's just so many tidbits that I applied it all to life. And same with like Malcolm Gladwell book, like uh, or his books, like the uh, Ten Thousand Hour Rule and like mm-hmm. um, Outliers and stuff like that. Like just the idea about social constructs and why stuff works. Same with um, even econ books. Like I love learning about the economy and patterns investing and patterns and stuff. And stuff. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. Some It's just, I mean, as I've grown up, it's gotten harder for but me see, to get into But see, that's what I wanted to books. talk about though, because I know you have such a strong mentality when it comes to certain things where I just wanted to know, like, where do you draw a line? With what? Just with everything, you know? It's like, you know, when you eat food, like you don't let yourself eat the potatoes until you've eaten all of the broccoli. Like you yeah. won't even touch it. You know, like you don't want to read. People listening fu- to this probably think I'm so weird. Yeah, he is. They're like, this he guy is, is This is just the tip up. of the iceberg, guys. <laughs> this guy is messed up. Yeah, no, but I mean, I just feel like you have such strong. Like. What's the word? I don't, it's not beliefs. It's like strong. Uh, just how I do things. It's just the way you do things. Like, I'm just wondering if you think that it's ever like a negative if it ever yeah. works against you. No, I do. I do. Like, it, like, like when? Enjoying food. I don't enjoy food. It's all numbers to me. <laughs> he doesn't enjoy food. Like I'm just, I literally go, okay, I'm going to get my carbs in, eat my rice. Okay, and now my protein, eat my protein. 
get some fats and I'll go have like, oh, I cooked it in butter and olive oil. Now I need some micronutrients, so let's get some vegetables in. And like sometimes, I mean, I have my ice cream. I, I like going out to get a nice steak. Yeah, no, I mean, you do enjoy life. But like a, a lot of times it's like numbers for me. And so it's like I, I'm not like enjoying it as much. Same with books, like leisurely. I have a problem reading this made up story because I'm like, it's made up. What is this? You know, you know, like sometimes I can get into the story and I love it and I mm -hmm. read it all the way through. And I'm like, that was an awesome story. But I don't know. That's sometimes like, how's this benefiting me? You know, I'm always like, how's this benefit? It's always like yeah. benefit. I want it to benefit me. Because I feel like I'm always telling people about your like quirks and your <laughs> the way that you see things just because I think it's interesting. And I think it's really good when it comes to a lot of things like with mm -hmm. news. He doesn't read the news. He doesn't watch the news. He doesn't I, care about the news. And some of you out there might be saying that's completely wrong. You know, that, that makes you a bad patron. Like you should care. You should be involved. But from his point of view, watching those 20 minutes of bad television about something that our president did, that someone did, how is that going to affect me? How is that going to affect my life? It's just going to waste time. And it's like, yeah, the president does affect you, but. And uh, it does so indirectly. But the thing is, is like you only care about like instantaneous direct benefit causes. direct yeah. benefit yeah and if it doesn't directly benefit you then you don't care and if i can't directly control it i don't bother with it and so yeah. like yeah i mean for the news it's like sometimes i know it's good to be like what putin's doing or what's north korea's doing but mm -hmm. like literally like i'll watch the news i'm like it's pointless yeah because sometimes i find me. myself defending it but then other times i find myself thinking like you know, maybe it would be a good thing to care. Yeah, you know, maybe like you, you, being a U.S. citizen, you should care. Maybe, like but it, at the same time, I get it because, like, what's the point? Yeah. Because my mom comes home every single day. If she's listening, she—I mean, it's true. <laughs> she comes home every day, turns on the news, and then it's just sad. She just sits there and she's sad. It's, you know, and, and then she the turns too. it off, and then it affects her for the it's rest of the all, night because she's sad. The news is and it's all like, negative. Why? And I always tell him, like, Mom, you know, Shelly doesn't watch the news. Like, it does. He doesn't let it affect him. And she's like, you know, he's right. Like, he's he's wise. You know. But at the same time, it's so hard to do that. Like, once you're already, you know, in this routine and you're yeah. used to doing it a certain way, you know. Yeah. No. I and I just I don't know I just really think that the news especially to it it's the negative news wins because negative invokes such an emotion in people and that's what they care about that's mm -hmm. what they want to see because it's it's shocking yeah because so there's they portray. so many there's so many like newspapers websites programs that are trying to be like positive there's like the happy newspaper they, the happy, they don't get all the publicity that the who wants to read do. a newspaper about oh crimes down cool story bro <laughs> <laughs> it's just so backwards but like to in right now in history this is like the least violent time we've ever had in history the least amount of wars the least amount of crime mm -hmm. every in terms of pe people's happiness and um well-being we are in the best we time are. in history in the entire world but yet all people do is complain and so it's just like i'm done i don't want to hear it like it literally for me it's like it's not worth it and unless it's like everybody in the state of oregon needs to evacuate right now Okay, then I'll evacuate. But then I'm sure my neighbors are gonna be like, "Hey, did you hear? You're gonna evacuate Oregon." I'm like, "Really?" And like, "Yeah, you didn't hear." <laughs> you hear? Yeah. So that's like, and I I hear it so much too. Like I hear everybody telling me all the news. So why do I? I don't know. I'll, I'll work on all this stuff. I'll work yeah. on become lead. I'll I'll read leisurely maybe instead. <laughs> See, this is just one of those one of those things I wanted you guys to learn about him because I don't think he shows these things. But... I messed up. He is. I can't. I don't He's know. just very wise, but some people might not agree with. A lot of people don't agree with a lot of how don't I think. Agree. And a lot of people, people tell me all the time, like, you don't enjoy your training. You don't enjoy your food. You don't enjoy life. 
like you need to watch the news because you you are you vote you're a citizen you have the best you know this is the best thing we, people died and fought for your right to vote and to learn about this and i try like I, sometimes i'll sit down like you know what i really should learn about this mm -hmm. two sentences in i'm done yeah it's like i totally get where you're coming from but at the same time as like your partner your life partner <laughs> You know, when something's happening in the world, it's fun to discuss. It's fun to talk about things. <laughs> and like, I'll bring up something to you like I did yesterday. And you're like, so what's going to happen? How's it going to affect you? Yeah. And I'm like, no, like, I just want to talk about it. You know, yeah. it's like, I, feel I just bad want like a discussion back. You, like, not that I really care and not that it's affecting my life, but it's just fun to talk about, you know, like, it's not all going to be for yeah, your no, benefit. I, sometimes I'm kind of harsh. I'm like, I don't know. And maybe... I love you, but I do not I know. Care. I was like, Shelly, Trump and Putin were locked in a room for an hour and a half. And he's like, so? <laughs> I'm like, an hour and a half? <laughs> like, what happened? He's like, so? How's it going to affect me? I, like, I, don't, like, I don't care. <laughs> like, just talk to me. <laughs> just. It's just these little things. It's just these random little things. It, it is. It is true. So speaking of things that do not provide any fulfillment in my life at all, news, okay. reading, stuff like that. What provide, I want to know, and I'm sure people want to know what, and I think this is something that's so good to answer constantly in your life. What does provide you fulfillment? Like what really gets you out of bed in the morning and makes you happy every single day? Easy question there for you. God. <laughs> Softball. On the spotlight now. <laughs> um, instantly, when you say that to me, I think creating things. I've always been an artist. Over family, over friends. Yeah, no friends, family. Well, no, okay. Obviously, my friends, my family provide fulfillment, but I think that's an obvious answer. So I'm just kind of looking beyond the obvious here. Okay. Obviously, that fulfills me. I just want to make it clear. You make me happy. Don't worry about it. Um, but creating things does. And I, like my whole life, I've been an artist. I've loved making things. And going to school for interior design and working towards interior design and working as an interior designer, I felt really constrained. And I felt like I had to only create this one type of thing. And I felt like I couldn't expand my life in other ways and I couldn't be working on other things. And that kind of, I felt like blocked almost. And I feel like now that I've quit my job and now that I've come over here and I'm creating other things, I'm doing the podcast, I'm making videos, I'm making all these images and illustrations I'm doing blog posts. I'm doing my Instagram. Like I'm creating so many things every day and they're all different and they're all giving me fulfillment. And I just think that when I look at something that I've created, like that's what makes me really happy. Mm -hmm. That's cool. No, I think that's a great answer. And so, but it's just kind of broad. It's not very, specific. it is broad, but like at the same time, you like creating not even content, but you like designing, branding, marketing, that I kind of stuff too. I just like, it's like I told you, like, it's like an author like people who love to write, like when you hold a book and you look at that and you're holding it in your hands and you're like, I wrote this whole thing. Like that must be the best feeling in the entire world. Yeah. And that's what I want to feel but with other things, mm -hmm. you know, with websites, with merchandise, with clothing, with products, with interior design decoration, you know, like that's like, I want to just hold something or like look at something and know that I created that. I think, I mean, we talked about this before, but I think one of the things I really see for you in like your future. And you've, you've, this is something that you told me, I'm not being like, you should do this, but that where you design a line of pro, like a furniture, you know, like Mimi Estelle's like summer collection and it's full furniture, everything. And you design it, manufacture it, and you put it up on like a, a website to sell. You know, I think 
that I is mean, something that big. is my ultimate goal. Like that is my dream goal. And I haven't really told you guys this or anybody on any of my platforms yet, but my goal originally was to be an interior designer and create houses and designs for other people. But I've realized, and I've talked to you about this, I want to create products for myself that everybody will enjoy. And I want to just have, it's, it's almost about control. I want to have complete creative control over everything. Mm-hmm. When you're designing a house, when you're designing anything for somebody else, a restaurant, a hotel, whatever it is, you're designing it for somebody else. You know, a lot, it's, it's not going to happen usually that you're the one financing it and it's your vision and your plan and your money. It's always usually for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that just didn't sit right with me. So creating my own product line, that would be like the ultimate dream. And like marketing it myself, advertising it myself, branding it, like doing that whole thing, even though I know I can't do that on my own, I would need other people to help. That would be the dream completely. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I think that's cool because you've mentioned it, but I think this is the first time you've full on said that's your ultimate goal. Yeah. And I think that's good to say because I feel like you're very... um, shy with your goals you know you don't like even telling me like you'll kind of hint at something like that'd be cool one day i think to do this and then i'm like you know say what you want you know the thing is the thing is i didn't tell you either but like i had on my phone in notes i had written down my goals i had like my monthly goals my yearly goals like 10 years like i had a list of everything that i wanted to accomplish Mm -hmm. and when i was looking at it before i quit like a couple days before i quit i looked at it and i was like some of these things on here, I don't really even want anymore. Like I just thought I wanted them, you know, and I like erased a bunch of them and I put a new one down on my goal list. I just erased everything. And I was like, create my own line. Really? Like that's exactly what I want to do. Perfect. And like, I see, I told my mom over lunch one time, we had like a really good discussion about it, but I look at all these designers. I look at all these interior designers and like when they've made it, like when people coined the term made it is usually towards the end of their career or the height of their career when they've created a line with somebody else, Mm -hmm. with some company, you know, like I follow a lot of blogs of designers and everything. When they finally get to do like a collection, like a rug collection with Leloy or some famous rug company, like that's, I always looked at that. I was like, I want that. So I always thought that I had to become an interior designer, build a following, have some company notice me so I can make one collection that would last one season, you know? And I just looked at it and I told my mom, I was like, why don't I just skip all that stuff and just go directly to the end? Cause that's the actual part that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I like it, do it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay. And I think this is crucial too. Like once you build up a social media following, you can do anything with it. You know, it's like the, if you develop fans and a loyal following, it's about, then you can, you have that freedom to design or make or create whatever fits that niche that you have of your loyal following, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that with design accounts, especially you want to build not only just trust, but you want people to like your taste. Mm -hmm. And that's why I have my Instagrams. That's why I have my blog, because I want people to like and appreciate my taste so that when I do come out with something, they're like, oh, you know, I don't even care what it is. I love, I like her taste. I trust what she's doing. You know, I know I'll like it. Yeah. And that would be like the ultimate goal. Yeah. I don't want people to buy things just to buy things. Like that's not what I want to do. I want to design things that I'm actually passionate about that I would put in my house that I would want my friends and family to put in their houses. Like no bullshit products, you know, yeah, like yeah. actual nice quality things. And I want people to trust that it's coming from a good place and it's not just some 
sham just to make merch you know like yeah, i'm not yeah. about that that's cool i like it i think it's awesome you heard it here first you heard it here first we're gonna pull this back like in however many years until you have your line <laughs> yeah i don't want you to underestimate or overestimate so i don't know and we're gonna pull it back and it'll be like look this is back in 2018 we were in new zealand you said i want to create my line you know mm-hmm. and then you will show it when we're actually creating your line yeah and it's like i want to do that so bad right now but i know that the longer i wait and i know that the the more people i get to believe in me and i know that the more mature i get with my business and everything that it'll be better and it's so hard to not rush that because yeah. I know that I could go off and get some samples of something right now and try to market it, but it would not be the quality that I want it to be. And my brother was kind of saying, he's like, why don't you just start something now? Like make a bar stool, make something. I'm like, it's not time. Like yeah. I know, I know deep down that I have the skill. I know that I could do that, but it's like, it's like with your shirts, you know, it's not the right time Yeah. and you want it to be good. Focus right now on building exactly an audience focus on branding yourself focus on developing like a loyal following and then if once you do that everything else will come and like my passion for sure is creating videos training and obviously playing soccer that's my number one passion but i'm just going to play soccer and create videos and then the training aspect where it really is into training will come later Mm -hmm. yeah and i just i think that for everybody out there who doesn't know exactly what they want to do I would just say like, don't get hard on yourself and just like, let it happen naturally. Because I didn't know this a couple months ago. Like I didn't know this a year ago. And then all of a sudden one day I just realized, you know, I don't love everything about interior design. I don't love the whole process. I don't love all the tedious things, the planning, the, you know, scales and measuring. I love the things. And like, I'm not trying to sound uh, materialistic or anything, but I loved the products. I loved looking at the fabrics. I loved holding all the finishes and looking at them and creating things. And that's the part that I liked. And it's almost like you have to experience the whole thing or experience other things to find out what you like and what you don't like. Casey Neistat said, if you want to find out what you like, what you're passionate about in life, spend time doing something you hate. Yeah. Cause then honestly. all you're going to be doing is daydreaming about what you wish you could be doing. Mm-hmm. So that's about all we have for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this podcast. If you made it this far into this, then you my homie, just straight up. Thank you so much for listening. We can't do this without you guys. Well, we can. We can. Like, <laughs> no one will listen. <laughs> we'll just, we might as well just move these microphones out of this conversation. We should. Just talk on the couch with these. <laughs> so shelly. Just not even turned on. Yeah. No, exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much. Again, this is Against All Odds Podcast. We'll see you in the next one. And please leave some... and please leave some (laughs) suggestions because we took them and used them in this podcast and it really helps we want to cater this towards what you want except for yours kevin that one sucked yeah that was terrible (laughs) suggestions (laughs) that was a joke i know all right see you guys next time (laughs) 